This episode of the Sandstone Cycles podcast is brought to you by Diamondback Bikes. They're our weapon of choice when racing enduro. In 2016, Diamondback turned some heads in the industry with the introduction of their level link suspension platform. This allows bikes to climb ex- extremely efficiently while still being able to descend very well. We love these bikes. And if you would like to take a look at them, visit diamondback.com partner and create a free account using corporate code cycle for sandstone That'll allow you to earn up to 40% off select bike models and parts and accessories. So go check that out. It helps support our podcast, helps get you out on an affordable bike, and everyone wins. The podcast is also brought to you by Royal Racing. Royal Racing is a um, apparel company that makes uh, mountain bike-specific apparel, uh, riding apparel, shorts, jerseys, gloves. Their sister company is Seven Protection. Seven Protection is more of their uh, gear side, I guess. Helmets, knee pads, ankle protection, undershirt protection, like any kind of under bibs, like maybe bibs and padded shorts chest protectors, things like that. So if you're looking for something like that, visit royalracing.com or sevenprotection.com. They're sister companies. At checkout, use code SANDSTONE35. That'll save you 35% off your purchase and get you out on the trails to ride your bike comfortably and safely. And we appreciate it. Royal Racing 7 Protection appreciates it. And we hope you guys enjoy the riding gear. In this episode, we talk about round one of the Scott Enduro Cup in Moab, Utah. Maybe this episode might have been better titled Tangents, because we seem to have gone off on a lot of them, ranging from e-bikes to trail etiquette and a few things that we just don't quite understand at the industry. We also talk about some local events, the Alien Run Mountain Bike Race, a bike park that was recently built in our hometown, and a little bit of changes to season goals. But at that, we will get into the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email sandstonecycles at gmail.com you can also direct message us on instagram at sandstone racing and find us on facebook just at sandstone cycles we appreciate it and hope you guys enjoyed the episode thanks Yeah, guys, what's up? Oh, kicking it we're, off. We're here, yeah. <laughs> We've been talking, and, and now halfway through our podcast, we're going to kick off our podcast. So. I like it. Yeah. Uh, we got May 8th in between our podcasting posting schedule. Been crazy busy, like always, like we're always saying. But uh, 
excited to get to sit down and rap a little bit with each other. Throw some rhymes. Some Try to get a little closer there, Nate. Uh, you. Titans doesn't call you my son. Nate. Nader. Nader, get in there. Uh, <laughs> Tyler. Da. Yeah, I can da, do da. that. <laughs> Not that. Right. Da. Da. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started. Are we already started? We're in it, dude. All right, hey everybody, welcome back to the Sandstone Cycles podcast. It's been a minute. Commercial break. After the commercial break, it's been a little while. Christopher Martinez here. If this is you guys' the first time joining us, or you haven't, you're not really good at knowing who we are. I'm Christopher Martinez. I'm Tyler Anderson, and this is Townsend McKillop. Sandstone Cycles. We are a race team. I guess uh, yeah. Zero. Regional. Privateer, privateer race team. Got a few sponsors that back us and help us. Uh, main disciplines enduro, and we try to support some local cross country races here and there. Try to stay involved in bikes in our community, and that's it. We're just three guys trying to uh, ride bikes together. Ride so our bikes. That brushes you guys up as ethically and as uh-huh. creatively as we can. All I know is I don't I'm, know about all that. I this sounds legit. I sounds shred. politically. Yeah, correct. towns are just super fast on a bike. No. Towns <laughs> You guys aren't supposed to one-up that. You're supposed to say no. He sheds. No, definitely not. Towns is the shredder. I like to party. <laughs> I don't like to party. <laughs> so anyway, that's us. Uh, this year, 2018, we're racing the Scott Enduro Cup. And uh, we just finished up our first round in Moab, Utah. That was on this last weekend. So we want to sit down and talk about it. And just kind of <laughs> got to get it together, guys. We're getting off to a rough start. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all good. <clears throat> so we're gonna. It's all good in the hood. <laughs> so we go, uh, t- Tyler. Uh, so we're gonna start off by. We'll first start off by talking about how things didn't go as planned because we. I was you, who wants to tackle this? Yeah, you guys can explain it better than I can. Tyler going into the whole season. Me myself. Tyler, <laughs> you're referring to yourself. <laughs> I'm third person. Okay, Tyler. Admit. <laughs> I was planning on racing cross country a lot more this year with the job transition and uh learning learning kind of a new new position in the field i work in so as a cross country you don't have to prep or plan as much you just ride your bike a lot of miles and you go get it enduro a little more mental prep a little more pre-riding you got to plan a little ahead so i was going to go in cautiously and race a few cross country races maybe one or two enduro races this year but last minute some stuff came up, an opportunity arose, and I somehow managed to end up at the Scott Enduro Cup in Moab. And the crazy thing is, right is I rode, I rode it in Moab, but I wasn't there, so it's kind of weird. But we won't, we we won't, we won't explain what that means. You guys got to figure that out. Yeah, I don't know if we can. We might get in trouble. Maybe not. No, I don't know. That wouldn't mean anything. They better not. It's came and gone. Don't it's matter. Gone. Tyler raced under Townsend's name. I raced as Tyler Anderson. No, you raced as Townsend McKillop. <laughs> Tyler Anderson <laughs> raced as Townsend McKillop. Why? Why'd you do that? Well, we tried doing it the ethical, the right way. And I sent an email. And this all came up like Sunday night. I text Towns like the week before the race. I was like, dude, bro, if they're cool with it, can I have your spot? Because Towns was unable to make it. Can I have your spot, and I'll race as Tyler Anderson? So, yeah, dude, for sure. And I was all off. So I emailed the Scott lady, and she's like, sorry, can't. 
Because you have to. Because I meant, I meant to ask you why. Why do you have to race for towns? <laughs> not not doing, going go in depth. I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't know why I raced for towns, <laughs> but they wouldn't let me race as Tyler, so I raced as towns. You know how like Ricky Carmichael races for Justin Barsha sometimes. It's so, the same thing, dude. Well, I'll ask Towns because he may be my answer. Towns, Towns, how come you were in Moab, Utah? Yeah. We haven't even gotten to that. We have never <laughs> asked you. Neither of us have really asked you. I haven't. I just basically it wasn't really... Uh, <laughs> no, duh. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. I, uh, I've been riding a little bit here and there, and I'm just super unfit right now. And when I want to race, I usually like really try hard. Towns is extremely competitive. So I didn't really want to go out there and blow myself up, risk getting injured, and just not doing well. I, did, I just didn't want to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Towns is either Fair a enough. zero or a hundred. Like, it's either we zero sucked. or a hundred, dude. Yeah. Towns is... I'm, I'm not saying that I'm going to do good at any of the Enduros this year, and I'm not going to get butt hurt when I don't, but I definitely... I just like I like you to do, be prepared. I definitely yeah. I if I'm going into that. in a race, I want to have know that I'm gonna be okay, like physically wise, you know. Understandable. Yeah. I respect that. that yeah, for sense. sure, man. We I both. took a lot. I took a few weeks off of just training, and then haven't had a, like a really good structure on like being on the bike. You know, I haven't been putting in miles. Haven't been feeling my bike. I was actually just rode to this podcast from my house to yeah. My buddy Chris here, and I just feel like uh, just that ride right there. I'm like, shit, like my bike feels like crap, but uh, yeah, it's really not my bike, it's me. Like, you know, I got a long ways to go, so hopefully by uh, June 10th and 11th here, I'll be hitting it hard. And yeah, I'm really praying and hoping that Angel Fire is gonna produce some downhill for me. <laughs> <laughs> Need that momentum, yeah. Need that gravity. I don't have <laughs> the I don't have the uphill momentum going, so. I'll, I'll uh, yeah. shoot for that downhill. Life of the privateer, man. Mm-hmm. Life of the privateer. Yeah. So it's hard it to is. race and have a full-time job. There's no excuse for anything. And then, uh, you know, all there is to it is there's always time to train, always time for anything. You just got to exactly. fit it into your schedule. Yeah, if you want to do it, you know. <clears throat> we, all, we, all got, we all got to do what... What's right for us at the time. Absolutely. And that's, Moab was, was right for me at the time. Was, dude, you did so good, man. I'm still fun, completely dude. shocked by it. I'm yeah. so stoked for you. Still. Thanks, man. It was it was good. Chris, you did good too, man. Oh, There's geez. some leg cramps and stuff. Like, I'm not super proud of it, but I felt good on my bike. <clears throat> I will say that was the most fun I've had riding a bicycle in Moab. Yeah. Ever. I felt so confident, so fun. The trails weren't intimidating like they were in past years, and it was just like comfortable on the bike. Bike was set up awesome, and anyway, we'll get more into that. Yeah. Uh, we're all going to Angel Fire. Yeah. Yep. So far, that's we the are plan. Definitely shredding Angel Fire. Everyone's all going to Angel Fire. That's exciting. We even got a, a buddy who's local. He's going to try and make it too. So yeah, it's fun to get see new people get out and into the sport and enduro. And, um, oh yeah, yeah, Zach. Sick. Yeah, Zach. Be sick, man. It's gonna be cool. So. All right, well, let's get into it. Uh, you want to talk about Moab? Towns, you want to ask us some questions about Moab? Maybe you can interview us, man. How about you that, since you didn't go? Us? Yeah, I want to ask you guys a few things, actually. <laughs> that um, might go good. Totally. How was, how was uh, pre-riding? Was it hot? I mean, I kind of was curious on how what the weather was like there. Was it hot or no? So, last year, I remember, remember we really died, and year, you didn't yeah. get a ride stage 
three and four. Yeah, because you were so dead. You're like, yeah, it like, benefit you to not race. Yeah, exactly. So, I think I dropped stage three or four blind last year because of that reason. I yeah, I was like, oh, I just don't. I won't pre ride it. I'll be fine. Yeah. So, I left Friday morning and got up there a little later. We got there at eleven thirty. The family went. We tent camped. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, the week before rainstorms came through and it kind of cooled down yeah all all of moab like the trails are sick it's all tacky like, yeah the, no puddles but tacky yeah the dirt was tacky cornering was um, awesome it was a little warm but it wasn't it wasn't unbearable like last year nice yeah um, that's cool yeah i was i was just curious because i remember last year i was just it was pretty i mean it was weird because we went into the race and it was super hot and we left and we, no one everyone was like freezing and the wind was blowing yeah. everyone's tent over so yeah I drove uh, I drove up Thursday night and started pre riding in the morning and I got to pre ride with Tim the guy from uh, that wrote us in Gallup he's yeah, from Gallup and he, he had a friend named Chuck back. and they were cool dudes man it was, it was fun I had a lot of fun I rode uh, so I went and test I think I rode stages one and three with them and it was pretty cool had a lot yeah. of fun doing that and then after that I hooked up with Tyler and we just rode stage. Four, I guess, yeah. this year. So I, short one. I, I only got to ride stages one and four pre-ride. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so stage one, I got lost. And thankfully, I ran into this, this guy. He was 14 years old. His name was Nigel. And he helped guide me back to, like, stage one. I got super lost. I was like, <laughs> no, I get lost. I was like, almost on mag seven. Thanks, Nigel. Yeah, so dude, Nigel is the man because I was, like, almost to Portal in Moab. And you're supposed to be, like, 20 miles north in Klondike Bluffs. <laughs> I got this little guy. He's, like, a trekker, man. He pulled out his phone. He's like, oh, we got to go more west. <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I only pre-rode stages one and four. So two and three, I rode blind. And, uh. Yeah, pre-riding was sick, Towns. It was Heck fun. Yeah. Yeah. I will um, say, I will say for pre-riding, I probably, I probably did stay out there a little longer than I should have. We were actually going to go pre-ride the yeah. second stage, and I just told Tyler, "Dude, I got, I got to go eat some food. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hungry." Yeah, that's one thing that's definitely important is just knowing your limits. I mean, you're going into a race, you got time, you got a time limit on when you want to pre-ride, if you're going to pre-ride, all that yeah. stuff. Chris, I got a question for you. I know you're riding the new 5C this year from Diamondback Bikes. And I was just wondering how that held up there. And do you notice a difference in carbon? I do. Last year you were on the same bike but aluminum, right? So, no. So, last year I was on a catch. Oh, you were on the catch. And it was level And I didn't didn't have my 29-inch wheels on it yet. I was still running the 27 Plus setup. So, really different. It was really different this year, and in a positive, definitely in a positive. I do, I'd like twenty nine inch wheels. I do know that. Uh, any any chance I get to go back to a twenty nine er, I probably will. I just think they roll good, and I'm just real comfortable on them. But carbon, I definitely notice a difference. Stiffer pe- pedaling feels a little bit better on carbon, especially climbing. Like I really notice it on short punchy climbs. You really get up and over them quick. I think we mentioned that on a previous podcast, but that's what I like about it. Overall bike, I went from an NX drivetrain to a SRAM XL Eagle drivetrain, carbon cranks, like I think I had just the NX cranks to carbon cranks now, and then Yari to Fox 36, and just a stock Debonair uh, RockShock to a uh, X2, Fox X2 on the rear. So, so yeah, we really upgraded components. Components-wise, 
like my whole bike is way better. And so it's hard for me to just say carbon's like better, but I do like it. I like the carbon. It, it scares me at times. Like I don't really want to crash going high speed and snap my frame, but yeah, <clears throat> I, I would ride an alloy bike again. I would absolutely. I liked alloy and there was no problem. I don't notice the difference. Like, I don't think it's going to total. I don't think carbon's going to make me it's faster. Gonna, yeah, it's not going to cut big yeah. times off your speed. I could do a lot of things. Like I'm doing now, I'm cutting weight. Right now I'm trying because that was my biggest downfall in Moab was I was overweight. I felt overweight. I could I could feel it in my riding and everything. So I, what I think can benefit me more is just like more gym work, more uh just losing some weight and stuff. And I don't think it so much matters if I'm a carbon or an alloy bike. And so I, I like, personally, my personal opinion, I like both. Alloy sick, carbon sick. Yeah. I'll, I'll ride both. Let's take right on. Well, I was just curious because I yeah. have yet to actually take mine to full speed. So yeah. we'll see. I love it though. Oh, and another thing is I went from a large frame to a medium. And I like that. The That's another big too. adjustment. Yeah. I think we're all down. Townsend went from extra large to large this year. And... I'm in the process of going to extra large to large, so we're all kind of stepping down. Stepping down, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, right under 5'10", so I'm, like, just, like, medium large, but the, the, the smaller bike I like better. And that's another thing with these new, with these Diamondback releases, is that they made the top tube longer, and the back of it, the chain stays shorter, so it makes it feel a little bigger than what the bike really is. So yep. that's just a little tip out there if you guys are interested in these 5C bikes or any release or catch frame. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. I have another question for you, too. Uh, so you guys showed up there, and were you guys planning on doing better than how you guys did? Or how was like going from off-season training and you guys' routines through the off-season Whereas, did it plan out the way you guys expected it to, or did you expect more? Uh, Chris, I'll, I'll go with you first. Do you want to go first? Or Tyler? Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll jump in first. Uh, so, me, um, I didn't get to train as hard as these guys in the off-season. Uh, I know Towns and Chris were hitting the gym, doing other things. They could talk about more that. More Chris, more Chris than anything. <laughs> um, so, I just kind of went in with... Because I've been, the last couple of weeks, I was starting to kick in more rides a week, like the last month, for the XC race that I was going to race, the Alien race. Um, I went in with no intentions of even taking above last place. I was just planning on taking last, because one, as mentally, I hadn't been preparing. Um, physically, I, I, was, I was pretty good physically, but there's to be racing competitively on a professional level. I, there's way more I could be doing. Um, but I went in with no expectations. Um, the first three stages, I just rode my bike. Like, I was just having fun, maybe on a ride with my buddies, just going semi-aggressive. And then the fourth stage, this is just a real small note, but on the fourth stage, was re- what was really cool is mentally whenever you say, okay, my confidence is there. I'm going to try a little bit harder. And on the fourth stage, before I started, I told myself that. I did it. And on, like, the first three stages, I placed, like, 27th, 28th, and 30th or something like that. And on the fourth stage where mentally, like, physically I didn't change anything, but mentally I changed my game a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I finished at all the stages, like, worn out the same amount. But the fourth stage, I placed 23rd. 
Um, nice. So it's it's cool to see that like mentally, if you kick in your mental game, that it changes. Nice. So that was neat. That's really good. Yeah, a lot of it is mental, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah, sure. long days on so, the bike. So yeah, I think overall I finished twenty eighth out of thirty seven riders. So I was super pumped on that. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. awesome. Chris, how, what were you? So expectation wise, yeah, I was expecting to do a lot better than I did for sure, yeah, but. I felt like the weekend went good, so that kind of helps me out. I don't know why, I don't really know what I did, I don't know, like I said, I think I just could have worked a little hard. I, I know in the off season, I kept telling you guys I was doing a lot of strength training, doing a lot of weightlifting, and uh, I think I just should have focused more on, well, getting rid of some weight that I was carrying around. I, th- I just think that's the biggest thing, but... I don't know, man. I, it, like the weekend went so well. Like on the on the bike, like I found new lines that I wasn't doing last year, and I was really excited to try them and do them. And I felt like I was holding more momentum this year. Uh, I felt like my climbing was a lot better on the short punchy climbs. But I actually did all the stages were in the same spot as last year, and I was actually slower this year than I was last year. I was a faster rider last year. Really? Really? And at ending every stage, did you feel, because I know last year when I would end a stage, there was times where in Moab and, um, well, actually just most of all my racing last year, I felt like, okay, I just ended my stage and I'm not even breathing hard. Like, yeah, that's how it was. It was really good. It was really good. Did you, did you feel that this year or did you have more of like a, cardio issue or not uh, cardiovascular or no like yeah i finished each stage and i just took one deep breath and i was back to normal um yeah like heart rate wasn't through the roof yeah i don't know man i felt great i, th- I thought my results were going to be better because i was like dude that's and that was the crazy thing is like every stage i cleaned it perfect pedaled where i should have didn't feel like i made any mistakes didn't blow any corners I felt like I pumped into some lines really good, and I was carrying good speed, and I just did everything right, and so, yeah, I can't really explain my results yeah. too well. Yeah, but it's yeah, enduro for you. you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> disappointed, but at the same time, I'm, uh, I'm, I like to take, uh, it's good to take from that, you know? It's it's good for me to, to learn that the hard way, and kind of, it's that disappointment is like what I do with it from here, you know? So... I'm not, like, super bummed. It's just another stepping stone. You yeah, know? yeah. It, exactly. it teaches you, okay, well, maybe I'm not where I need to be. Now mm-hmm. I need to figure out what I need to do to get to where I want to be. Stacking them progression blocks. I, do, I did notice the strength training because I, I have been doing a lot of strength training this year, and I, that was nice. It was nice to be able to hold on my bike, feel confident, feel strong. The trails really didn't feel rough, or I never felt them out of control. I was just throwing my bike around. I can only skip. imagine, man. That's I remember it. lifting weights when I first got into biking, and I feel like... From now and when I first started, like mm-hmm. my upper body has just gone way downhill. <laughs> <laughs> you can throw your bike around. I have a harder time kind of getting around my bike, but as yeah. long as it's downhill, I do decent. Yeah. But uh, yeah. decent or descent? Descent. Yeah. You descent. Yeah. You descent. I do descent downhill. I too. think that. Uh, so Chris, my, I, and I did, Tyler, let me do. Let me say one more thing. I did. I did cramp up. My legs were cramping, and I don't know why, because that never happens to me. It hasn't happened to me in a long time. So after stage two, training. after stage two, my left leg cramped, and I was telling Tyler about it. I was able to fight it off. That's all you talked about the whole race, dude. Dude, I was trying not to too. Stop, <laughs> 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 
And then uh, between stages three and four, my right leg cramped up, and I was just kind of fighting those off. But it didn't seem to bother me during my race stages, yeah. so no excuse. I mean, my legs felt fine during the race stages. And Chris wasn't complaining. I'm just kidding. No, no, he I was, was just trying to focus on, like, <laughs> it's just one of those things where, like, if a cramp don't go away, you're, like, really so in trouble. Mental. It's mental. So I was just really doing my best to just kind of fight them off, not think about them, just think about other things. Just Yeah. I, what I was what I think about is just, like, the next stage. I'll just run the next stage through my head, and then my cramps would go away. And, That's sick. Uh, so I don't, I don't know what that happened, but I, I don't know. just live with it. Move on. That's cool, man. I mean, yeah. if you you of all people definitely have the mental game that has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, I go into yeah. a stage I'm like, I'm gonna win this shit, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> excuse no, the language, guys. But yeah. I was actually a, I had a really great conversation with Mackie uh, Mackie Franklin on stage one uh, transfer and. We talked a lot about it. It was really cool for him to ask me because uh, he said, "Hey, man, you've been you've been doing this for a while. It's good to see you back." And and I, you know, he asked like it was weird. The first question he asked me was, "So, where's your mental? What do you think? Which where's your where, where's your where are you mentally when it comes to racing?" And I was like, "You know, that's crazy. No one's ever really asked me that just out on the trail." And uh, you know, I explained to him like what my strategy is. You know, long term and how I know I'm not on their level and how I'm just kind of doing my thing for like the next couple of years. And, and, uh, he was, he was real excited. He told me, he's like, man, I wish I had that. Like, and then he was telling me stories about whenever he was, he just came off like in a cross country championship and was going into enduro. And he's like, I'm going to destroy these enduro guys. Like I'm sick descender. I, I got, I'm an XC rider, but I got sick downhill skills. And he said <laughs> he took like last in his first ever enduro. That's and he's funny. just like went home with his head down, like just going like, I got work to do, but it gave him the drive to say, cool, I got something new to work at, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how he started enduro racing, I was like, okay, I got a new, got something new I to, to learn and to, to work at, and so, that's yeah, cool. I, I thought that was cool, and yeah, it's just, it's cool to have those conversations out there, but yeah, man, I, I, I that guy's dedicated to, you know, it's, it's yeah. their full life, you know, you guys can breathe it, that's yeah. cool, the guy's definitely made some progress. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fast, and, that, and that's the kind of that's the type of level I'm wanting to get at. I'm, I'm wanting to get up there with, with Mackie and um, Chris Boyce and guys like that. And I know I can. I know I got the skill on a bike. Well, maybe not yet, but I have the confidence that I will in the next several years. It's uh, just dialing the eating and the yeah, and, uh, just riding. Yeah, right just on. riding. Yeah, Tyler. Me and Tyler were talking on the phone today, and it was yeah, just riding and. Keep loving riding your bike, man. It all come together. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. Sick. My lab results weren't great, but I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, yeah. no, no got, big deal. Got more races throughout the years. So. Yeah, like we said earlier, I'll plan on doing uh, Angel Fire, and I think I think we're gonna will really get the season really rolling. This was kind of the Kickstarter, and yeah, I think Angel Fire is just a big. It's it's just always a fun time, even with breaking bones. It's still fun, man. <laughs> Super just <laughs> Angel Fire is a cool a cool place. That's, it's that's really all I gotta say. So I'm I'm excited for that. It's it's good family. It'll be here before we know it. Yeah, family fun. You know, the chairlift and all that fun stuff. It'll be here fast. Yeah. Anyway, what else? Towns, what else we got? I think that's about it. That's only mm-hmm. really questions I had that I wanted to. Yeah, ask you guys about. I mean, that's uh, pretty cool. I think that's a good little set of questions. What else do we want to talk? So, I guess just to give you guys some results, I took twenty first out of thirty seven uh, in Open Pro Men, and Tyler took. I think it was twenty eighth. Twenty eighth out of thirty seven Open yeah. Pro Men. 
That's good. So that's what we left round one with, and uh, yeah, we're gonna try to. What's your goal for your Angel Fire, Chris? Top twenty. Top twenty. That's Towns. That like uh, that's what I was most boned about, man. Is like twentieth place gets points in the series, and you're one away. I was like four seconds that away from getting twentieth, so and I'm like. It stinks, man. That's that because twentieth was my goal. I'm like, dude, I like, I gotta get twentieth because I'm doing a full series. I gotta carry some points on. Yeah. Each, each round, I gotta get some points, and so. Yeah. That's kind of the bummer is leaving Moab. It's like I get the same amount of points as if I never would have showed up. Yeah. And so to me, that's a little bummer when I'm trying to do a full series. But yeah. Yeah, I hate. Yeah, it's yeah. more insane to do a uh, train and do all the things. Yeah. That you think you need to do right. What place you want to get towns? That's not really a place I want to get, but I definitely <laughs> want to beat you guys. Yeah? Dang, dude. Oh, this feels like a pre-fight conference. Is that what they do in fights? No, I definitely want to know. The person's got to buy dinner, whoever is the... Loser? Losers. I'll nah. cook you guys dinner at my camper. Well, if we if one of us beats Towns, he has to buy us dinner. There you go. <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. I'm going to try it. Yeah, you, you asked for it. I, I'm going to go into uh, Angel <laughs> Fire and I, I mean, just pedal my ass off and yeah, try to beat these guys and yeah. try to beat everyone else too. That's sick, man. I'm I not think gonna, you, got, you got the... I'm just going to I'm gonna really put down the pedaling where I can and then on the downhills just try to let go a little bit more. Yeah. Be you got safe. the platform. I'm be safe, but yeah, yep. it's going to be a good time. How about you, Tyler? What are you hoping for? Well, I was trying to think while you guys were talking what place I finished last year, and I think I finished either 24th or or 18th. I can't remember. I but can't remember either. It seemed good, and I I would, like Chris says, man, like top top 20 or below, like 15th would be so sick. Like, But who knows, man. That That's, that's, that's uh, what, what my wish is. And we'll see what I can do in between now and then to get close to that. So right on, right on. I sick. We'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, we see some of you guys out there. Yeah. Even if you come to just hang out, we'll be there. <clears throat> we I want to throw in a little, like a local segment, because we had a few things happen in our in our lo- local uh, yeah. area in the last couple of weeks. Let's hear. Um, so one is. Uh, I work with Aztec Trails and Open Space, and we finally got our little bike park built that we've been talking about for the last couple of months down at Riverside Park in Aztec. So anybody listening to this and you're in the area, well, maybe don't go check it out yet if it's completely out of your way because we got some work to do to it still. But we're just excited and just super proud to get that going, and it means a lot to all of us, and it means a lot to our community to get at least get the ball rolling in, in that direction. So uh, that that was cool. Yeah. And... What are your guys' thoughts on that? I definitely think it's a good thing for the community. We have a lot of little kids riding around on BMX bikes, and any bike park is cool. We didn't didn't have anything like that. We haven't had anything like that for several years now, so. Yeah. I know know it was a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and and big thanks thanks to Atos and uh, guys from the Alien Bike Shop who came out and um, some other kids and stuff, man, because, and towns. And, and Chris, I mean, I mean everyone, because I I had to work that weekend, so my availability to help was limited. But yeah. I mean, if you guys didn't commit and give up your weekend, like 
it would just be still piles of dirt, you know. Yeah, so, exactly. Thanks, guys. And I'm a little bummed yeah. out that I haven't got to get out there and uh, work with it some more because there's some packing that needs to be done, a little bit of shaping, but a little bit of landscaping. I know I want to go down and put up a bike uh, maintenance stand. Atos mm-hmm. wants to buy a bicycle maintenance stand where it has some Allen keys and some wrenches and a bike pump connected to it so kids can kind of do repairs on their bikes down there. And maybe like a sign with some rules. Tell people not to, uh, just encourage them to wear a helmet, not to litter, basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool we're doing that. I mean, E-bikes welcome. E-bikes are welcome at the pump track. I read an article, though, in, in the Mountain Fire. Let them rip, man. Dude, and they're, this, this dude has, this woman has, like, a prejudice, but she made a good point. She's like, e-bikes, and I'm, I'm cool with it. It's cool with us and beyond, but there's some... Some I've been reading some arguments and stuff. We could talk about some other time. Interesting, interesting. So, what do you guys think about e-bikes? Let us know. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no. I think they're sick, man. We could talk about it now if you want. No, I, I like. Let's e-bikes. say we could say that for let's a whole other, any other e-bike. Yeah. I, I want an e-bike. <laughs> I didn't. I did I'm gonna not, go still KOM and say all of everyone on e-bike. I did not. Everybody off. I did not realize e-bike. The e-bike debate was so big. Until I started reading some articles and stuff, like, oh, wow. But the BLM, or the National Forest, pretty much defines them not as a bicycle, just like you would as a motorcycle. Right. And because that's where you start crossing the lines of, okay, well, if e-bikes are allowed, then why aren't dirt bikes allowed, you know, or or what? So, it gets gets thick, so. And Alta? Alta? Is that Alta? The one, uh... The fast air bike right now in oh, motocross. There's yeah. Alta, Alta. Yeah, that's an e bike. Yeah, it's an e bike. But it like hangs with like 250s and straight yeah. rhythm. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that would so. be ripping. But no, I. I but I, I would have to be given an e bike because I can buy money. I would never pay for one because I would just my money's for what I do. Alta I race mountain it. bikes, so my money would be better wasted on buying a cross country bike or something I can actually race. Yeah. So it'd be, it would be hard to actually on an e-bike it'd be hard for me to actually purchase one because it's like for me personally i just couldn't afford it it's i just buy a dirt bike money. if i was gonna spend that kind of money i just feel like it'd ruin me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if i got an yeah. e-bike i wouldn't want to go back but yeah they're cool though man i like how it gets people out doing something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they're kind of weird and i guess now when you really stop thinking about them huh they're kind of strange yeah Let's do some research and talk about them. Yeah, I'll have to do some research. Because, yeah, it, it seemed like it would cater to a specific person. Yeah. No, I think about it. It's a it. different sport. It's not mountain yeah. biking. It's, yeah, now that I really different. really let it soak in, I'm like, I don't know if I would get into e-biking. I don't know if I can get into it. You know, I would like to rip one like, now for so, a day. Now we're so against it all of a sudden. All of a sudden we're anti-e-bikers <laughs> over here. Keep that crap off the, off the pump track, guys. I just want to rip one for a day because I think it would be fun. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine on a pump track though? You can actually like get your pump, dude. You That's can start really... doubling and tripling everything on a can pump. Can you panic rev on e-bikes? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if there's an actual throttle on it, but I wonder if you throw like the nastiest scrub if it would actually be enough panic rev to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> you have to kick on the wind generator. Oh. Okay, but so uh, sorry, we went way off there, <laughs> off in the right part. We are working on the podcast. We're working I've on this. Heard we yeah. go on rabbit rabbit holes. Sorry, guys. we do. Yeah, we get a lot. Of, thank you guys for all your feedback too. We do get a lot of uh, feedback, and we're we're gonna work on this. We're gonna try to make it more professional, but yeah, right now we're just winging it. Uh, so next thing I want to talk about is the Alien Run Mountain Bike Race. Uh, I was being a part of Atos. That's another mountain bike race right here in our hometown, Astic, that we put on. 
Pastor Chelsea Noble Space puts it on. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't here to do it. So I was bummed out about yeah. that. But I want to think, like, everybody in ATOS that put it on, all the volunteers, and everybody that came and raced it, like, thank you guys because it helps our little town. And that's yeah. really all we got mountain biking. It's here. so cool to see Todd Wells show up, too. That was I'm cool, sorry yeah. Sorry, fan boy, but that's sick. No, dude. He's like, yeah, it's cool. And Towns, what are you laughing about? Yeah, Towns is all. I don't know, man. I think because I was getting a little excited. Was I spitting? Was I start spitting everywhere? <laughs> I get excited. I start spitting. I don't know, man. It's the e-bike thing, dude. It's oh. Just, oh, you're still- we were so about it, and all of a sudden, <laughs> we're just so against it. But I'm not against e-bikes, guys, or anything like that. But Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys rip it, dude. Oh, uh, you got some friends that are e-bikers? <laughs> you don't want to make them upset or what? <laughs> no, I just think that, I mean, I don't really care who gets on the trails, really. I mean, dirt bikers can get on it, too. It doesn't matter. Dude, dirt bikes has made some sick trails. We've they had do. this conversation, actually. I wanted to get somebody on this podcast where uh, they can really teach me some trail etiquette. Because I'll, I'll be honest, and I got the worst trail etiquette probably out of a lot of people I know. And I, and I think it stems from my, like, it, man. It, I, it, rims, it comes from, like, my motocross background that I don't have a perspective on mountain biking. I don't, dude. dude. I just, like, I'm, like, I just want to ride my bike, and I don't want people to tell me how to ride it. Because when I used to race motocross, it was just go as fast as you can, fart, like, that was it. And mountain biking, I get on mountain bikes now, and there, there is, like, a trail etiquette, but I don't really know where the rule book comes from. I don't know if it's, like, a federal, regu- is there, like, a federal paper, or, like, a, probably, is it a BLM rule, or is it, like, a, is it at a state level? Like, who comes up with the rules, or is it just, like, mountain bike organizations that come up with the rules? Is it the mountain bike industry that's created them? So, like, if I do cut a corner, or I do cut a tree branch down, who's enforcing that? Strava. So, yeah, yeah, that's, like... That's what I always get accused by is cutting down stuff or cutting corners to improve my Strava time, but I don't care about Strava. I can't even get in the top 10 on Strava because it's it's so hard to do, especially in Durango. Those Strava times are fast, dude. I, I can't <laughs> hang with them guys, and I'm like not going to hang it out for Strava that nasty. I can't hang with them guys. The crazy dude, thing I can't hang Strava it out that nasty for Strava. I just can't. I'm like, dude, if I go OTB at 40 miles an hour... Trying to beat someone's Towns time on Strava, it. I'm going to feel so upset with myself. Towns does it. And so, I don't, when I take a beeline, I take a beeline and I cut a corner because I'm like, that looks like a sick line to take. Yeah. And yeah, like maybe I do want to go as fast as I can on my bike down that hill. But maybe that's my business. Like, I want to go as fast as I can down this mountain. I just climbed a thousand foot to get to the top. I'm sending it down this <laughs> Strava or not. And just so, send it. Oh, I don't know. I, I just want to address that because I, I just, yeah. I don't. We so yeah, talk, uh, dude, we, we got to talk about this stuff. Anybody like write in on that, like write in on that, leave comments and whatever and, yeah. and straighten me out because I'm, I'm more than welcome to listen. I'm more than welcome for anybody who's been mountain biking for 20, 30 years to straighten me out. Why we shouldn't build trails with uh, mini excavators. Why we shouldn't cut down tree limbs. Why we, I just, I, I'm new to mountain biking Everything just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me yet. And that's probably why I race Enduro, because I'm just like, I want to be left alone and go as fast as I can down stuff. Yeah, close the trail off, let me root. Did any of that make sense? Did I go off on the... <laughs> that was a super <laughs> Did that make the tangent. podcast weird? That made the tangent huge, dude. You 
Did you know how your wife coached you that one time saved rabbit holes? Maybe I've been just holding that in for a long time. <laughs> I just had to say that. Put that out, guys. I just had to say that. Yeah. I'm sorry if that pisses anyone off. I, yeah. I just line me out. Yeah. We, I, I don't we want to hear it. Let's talk about it. E-bikes and trail etiquette. That's a future. I don't even know what made me think of that. What did you say that made me think about that? E-bikes. Is it e-bikes? E-bikes. <laughs> Sick, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I think we better wrap this up. <laughs> you guys ready to wrap, wrap it up? up? You ready? Wrap it up. Wrapping um, it up. Are we going to talk about social media stuff or are we, we all burned out? We got to go home because we have work in the morning. Yeah. We could uh, We could skip this time. I think we got on the e-bike and trail etiquette. It's pretty good stuff there. Um, I don't know. We're hoping to wrap at you guys again here soon. I don't yeah. know. Before where Angel, can you get at us, uh, yeah. Chris. Where huh? can, where can you? Uh, where can people? Where can you talk to us? us or comment? So if they gonna want, you guys want to send an email, just send it to sandstonecycles at gmail And then on the social media, where they can they find us? <laughs> and on the social media, they can find us at. Actually, we changed it up. So Instagram at sandstone racing. What? Or you can write us on our second page that we just started, which is Sandstone Bike Shop. And that's where we're just goofing around doing little bike repairs. And on Facebook at Sandstone Cycles. Look up Sandstone Cycles anywhere, man. Go find us. Even YouTube. We have a little janky YouTube channel going on now, too. We have a little... Do we still have a little webpage? A Weebly? Oh, yeah. We do have a webpage. It'll probably pop up if you guys Google us. Maybe not, though, because we don't... We're too cheap to pay for, like, a full domain. Yeah. Because, uh... We carry as little overhead as possible as a privateer race team. Yeah. Our bank account is... It's actually looking pretty good, but it's not great. Like, in the It's still not paying for... It. It's still not paying for gas to get to races. Yeah. But, but we still don't, don't care. Everything's... Rome was built one day at a time. Yeah. Is that what this is? We're definitely not in mountain biking to get rich. No. that ain't gonna happen. No. We are in mountain biking because this is like a hobby... Like I was telling you earlier, the, like, is this awesome. is how people, like, play darts or play pool or people that <laughs> go are to Comic-Con. Into, uh, comic, uh, Comic-Con. Comic-Con. We go to bike fests. We ride bikes? Yeah. We don't go to bike fests. We are... We went to the Sedona Mountain we Bike Festival. We went to the Sedona Mountain Bike Festival, but we didn't... I think we left... I left the tent once. Maybe yeah. twice. Yeah. The rides were sick. <clears throat> the rides but, were sick, yeah. Yeah. It was cool to meet the people. It was. It was awesome. <laughs> you guys want to talk about the Sedona bike <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Sorry, guys. I'm wasting your time now. Everybody's probably already tuned completely out of this episode. Thanks for listening. Okay, yeah. Sandstone Cycles. Find us anywhere. And if you guys have comments, questions, any tips for us to make this better, if you guys want to be in Aztec, New Mexico, hit us up. Call us, man. always welcome to ride with you guys. And that's a wrap. Hopefully we see you guys. Hope to see you. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. We're going to do another one here, and we'll figure out. Before Angel Fire, we hope. Yeah, so write us some questions, actually, guys. That'd be awesome, and we'll figure out when we get the podcast out of it. And we hope to talk to you. We weren't recording this whole time. (laughs) Just kidding. Do not mess with me. See you guys. Do not mess with me. (laughs) Have a great day. Bye. Bye.